What's up, guys? This is another episode of the Rad Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Rachel. And I'm Judd. And uh, today we have um, a little surprise, uh, something fun. Surprise. And uh, we got uh, Nate here. Uh, He's our guest today for this episode. Nate, you want to say hi? Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me here, guys. So, (laughs) so grateful. So grateful to have you, man. Um, And uh, Nate's going to be here to help us uh, talk about a really cool topic, something that um, I think we all can learn more about and discuss more, uh, make it a more common part of our conversation. Uh, And uh, the topic is just money, Uh, how how we manage it uh, and how we should view it. And in no way are we speaking on a topic like this because we got it down. We're perfect. You know, our finances are set. They're like, we got it all down. That's definitely not the case. Um, not at all. <laughs> but we just thought it'd be a fun topic to, to just chat with someone uh, like Nate. Nate, I know, is a guy that um, uh, is definitely more knowledgeable in finances than I am. And just another guy um, like us that are, is our age and going through it as well. So I just think it'd be cool to t- just hear his perspective on this topic. Um, before we get into it and um, to ask some questions, uh, we have a quote uh, that we always like to uh, incorporate into every episode, uh, but this quote uh, is going to relate to the topic today, and um, it's by a gentleman named Bradley Vinson, and he says, money is a tool. Used properly, it makes something beautiful. Used wrong, it makes a mess. Um, and I found this quote pretty interesting. I was honestly just surfing the web uh, for something that could maybe relate to some of the um, questions we're going to ask uh, throughout this episode. And I thought this was really cool um, because uh, just the, the perspective it, it gives um, about money that it's a tool, you know, that um, it's something that we can use to reach certain goals, um, allow us to uh, succeed in certain ways, to, to reach, um, uh, just like fulfill certain aspirations and passions that we have. Uh, and I love that, as, obviously, as we obviously see in our world, money can be used to, for great beautiful things um and it can also be used for bad things um when it's not used properly uh you know and uh that's you know i think that's what i took away from that but how about you nate what what's what connect what what do you connect with on that quote yeah i know i like it it's a good quote um yeah i I mean i think a lot of people view money as like you know can like a lot of times i feel like money can be viewed in like a really negative light but this quote, I mean, it, it says it well. It's it can make something beautiful or yeah. it can make a mess. Um, th- it's also like that idea of like money's an amplifier. Hmm. Like it won't necessarily make you wow. happier. Uh, it, like for example, you know, you could be making millions of dollars, yeah. but if you're miserable, it amplifies that misery. Wow. But if you're happy, then it you know can amplify your your happiness through things of having peace of mind or being being able to like you know go out to eat with your friends and pay for the bill or you know uh, sure. not have to worry about um things like that wow i like that money is an amplifier that's cool mm-hmm. how about you rachel um yeah i don't know this whole topic like money i don't know i've always i think had kind of a fear of money and, I don't know, I guess just the stress that comes with it. So, I I guess, I don't know, probably because I've seen a lot more of the mess 
that money creates. Um, so that stresses me out. And that's the part I pay attention to. Yeah. Especially growing up trying to learn that I one day have to be in charge of finances. And I just, I'm like so afraid of that part of money. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> How it can be used for wrong. Or it can be used, you know, recklessly. And then there's a huge mess and debt that I had to carry. That I would have to carry. Um, yeah. But even I think it's cool. It's a good encouragement to, yeah, I guess just focus on, nope, there is beauty. We gotta, look, we gotta yeah. look at that. We gotta look at the beauty as well as be aware of the mess it can create. Be yeah. wise with, totally. and know, almost like know respect the power it has Mm -hmm. that it can have in our life but you know not letting it skew our view of it i guess yeah yeah so good quote definitely i'd like to just quick say before we get into it i I heard something interesting yesterday i read something interesting yesterday and it said something like along the lines of like you know financial prosperity shouldn't necessarily be your main goal it should be financial security So it's like, instead of saying like, hey, I want to be a millionaire, I want to be super rich, it's better to say, hey, you know, I want to have no debt, or I want to have savings, so if something comes up, you know, I'm I'm not stressing about it. So it's more of like feeling comfortable and secure, rather than, you know, hey, I just want to have a bunch of money to, to have a bunch of money. Yeah, that's that's true. And I, I think love it's, that. That's what we all want. We all want that sense of security and comfort. Um, that's definitely a healthy perspective, for sure. Okay. Also, yeah, and it helps that ambition not make it turn into a reckless mess. You right. know what I mean? So yeah. it's a good perspective for yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I forget, I, I may butcher it, but I think it's the Maslow's pyramid of, of like individual needs. Mm-hmm. and like a, Hierarchy of needs. Hierarchy of needs, yeah, 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 yeah. It just talks about like some of the fundamentals are like safety and security you know and mm-hmm. i think we all want that you know and yeah physical safety is like the first thing the most <laughs> crucial before anything else you got to focus on am i safe will i get my physical needs met then we can take care of all the other things that makes a human yeah right mm-hmm. wow cool 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 <laughs> and that's just the quote awesome well let's just jump into it then uh um, Nate, uh, let's do this. The first question, uh, what would you say is the most common reason people don't save or budget or maybe just neglect their finances in sure. general? Um, I think a lot of times it comes down to people, you know, wanting the that quick hit of dopamine instead of holding off for something in the future. Hmm. Um, a lot of times I think it's hard for us as humans to see the value in putting away our money because hey, I really want to go to this concert. You know, I don't want to, yeah. I, don't, I don't care about my retirement. I'm 21 years well, old. Yeah. Um, so I think that's the main reason is, is you know, hey, I, I want this car or, oh, I, I want this house. I want this fancy new phone or whatever. Yeah. Um, so people typically tend to spend more than they save. However, I mean, at the end of the day, the whole point of money is to spend it and to yeah. use it for a particular purpose. So you have to have a healthy balance. I know that, you know, finance experts typically say you should be saving 10% of your income. Um, personally, I save a lot more. And I think now as times are changing, I think it's probably better to say like 15 to 20% yeah. of whatever you're making. But um, 
yeah, I'd say the biggest reason people don't save is, you know, it, it's more fun to, to spend than it is to save. You know? Totally. Yeah, that's that's very valid. I, uh, I definitely think that, you know, and I've known people that, you know, work their jobs, and the moment money comes in, they, it's gone. Mm-hmm. Like, they already have a plan for that money before it's even in their account, you know, even in their hands. Right. Know, it's like a quick change. Also, I think, like, just me, like, my personal philosophy, um, you know, I really like, like, Buddhism and, and Buddhist ideals. And one thing they talk about is, like, you know, material goods, like, aren't necessarily going to add to your happiness. Yeah. So, like, you might get that hit of dopamine when you buy a new phone or yeah. new AirPods or get a new computer or whatever, a new car. And at first it's so great, but eventually, you know, it wears off. It's like, totally. you know, like the hedonic treadmill. But, like, you know, if you're more focused on using money for experiences or or things like, yeah. you know, going out to dinner with your family or spending money on something that saves you time, like having, like, a, like a house cleaner. Like, um, it's actually, like, found that people get more happiness in, like, <clears throat> joy bang for their buck, if that makes yeah. sense. Um, spending on things that save them time versus... Huh. Uh, acquiring material goods so i think that's another reason why i actually save a lot more of my money than i spend it uh just because i'm like well i could buy myself a new car but you know i'm gonna get a new car and it'll be ni- a little nicer and maybe a little faster yeah. but at the end of the day yeah. the whole point of a car is to get you from point a to point b yeah. and I don't, I don't need a new one it's not gonna make me much happier yeah that's very true I, yeah i think you kind of talked about something cool there just this fact about like when when your focus on money is, is for its use um, for like material pleasure, uh, like that that desire is never like satiated. Like it's never yeah, like it's never fulfilled. ending. It's never ending. Like mm-hmm. there, you get the iPhone 10 and you you love it and it's great, but the next year there's the iPhone 11. You know, yeah. And there's the this new year of a car. You know, it's like the, there's always something better. And, right. and when you have that yeah. mindset of uh, on money, like I just need to get the best things, the new things, mm-hmm. you're going to be spending money on that every year, all yeah. the time. Yeah, and you'll never stop. That's right, and that's how it goes. That's that's a vicious cycle. It really uh, is. Wow, well that's cool. Um, Rick, do anything you want to add to that? Um, yeah, honestly, I, I mean, I shared a little bit about it. I think. One of the reasons, and I don't know, maybe more people can relate, um, I think I've kind of grown up with this unhealthy fear of money, and so because it seems so intangible, it seems so impossible to manage, sometimes I don't save, or I don't, like, I don't even look into the means to save, if that makes sense. Like, I don't yeah. look at the ways I can save. Something that's consistent because I feel like I'm not going to be able to afford it or like, oh no, I need to like, I don't know. I feel like m- money just so quickly disappears and it will always just disappear. And so, it, I don't know. I look at it as like a, that scarcity mindset. Mm-hmm. And so that makes me feel like I have nothing to save. Like it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it makes me hesitant to even look into better ways of managing because I feel like it's impossible like (laughs) so it feels so unattainable Mm. um being able to save in a healthy way that's you know and then I it can be scary too to just think about like like I can't afford retirement (laughs) yeah well yeah not now now. exactly it can be 
Just the fact that money can be daunting. Managing money, finances in general, can just be very daunting. Um, and But that leaves me, you know, not very knowledgeable. So I don't reach out for those resources um, and that knowledge to be yeah. able to know what to do with it, you know? Um, so yeah, I would say that's something that goes into, honestly, why I totally. haven't been very good at saving money or budgeting yeah, yeah, yeah. at least consistently mm-hmm. oh, that's great I think that really ties into the, the next question um, you know Nate what has helped you manage your finances I guess um, maybe you can share it personally or just some ways that you've been able to um, better take care of, of your money situation yeah sure so good question uh, I also I realized I didn't really talk a whole lot about budgeting which I think which will tie into yeah. this question there how, what has helped me manage my finances so budgeting is probably one of the best decisions I made when it came to my finances because at first it's like ah this is so boring I don't want to track all this you know like this sucks but it gives you this freedom with your money because once you start tracking where all your money is going then when you go out and spend on certain things you don't have to necessarily feel bad about it so I remember when I first started budgeting um, I made sure to put like a giving category in my budget so like you know that could be anything like uh, one of my favorites is just paying for someone else's meal or like a friend's yeah. meal mm. um, and when I first started doing that it like was really empowering because I was like oh like I don't have to feel bad about this like yeah. I know I planned for this and I, and I know I'm still saving money and I can still pay for XYZ but I can take my friend out to dinner and I don't have to stress yeah. about it so Budgeting really helped me just kind of take the stress and the worry out of money. Uh, you know, like you were saying, Rachel, you know, like it feels so unattainable or like it's scary or stressful. But um, I mean, thankfully, like nowadays, like there, there's an app I use to manage my money called Every Dollar. I know I've told you. Yeah. 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 So Every Dollar is really good. Um, also, Mint is, is actually a more popular app. I'm not a, I prefer the format of every dollar. However, I will say the good thing about Mint for people who first start budgeting is that it automates everything. It's totally free. Um, so it tracks all your purchases. You have to connect your bank accounts. So as long as you're comfortable with that and your wow. credit cards, whatever. Really? Does that yeah. feel free? It's not like an upgrade. It's all free. Yeah. Um, so they'll try to sell you things within the app, but um, that's a really great way. So if you're, if you're not budgeting your money now, I, I honestly think it's like a must. Um, yeah. So Mint is probably like the easiest. However, I prefer the layout and the simplicity of every dollar. Um, also, reading books. That has been like a huge help for my finances. I, I've been fortunate enough to have parents who are well-educated with money. Um, and I've been able to kind of reach out in there like you know, speak with like financial advisors and, and stuff like that and just kind of dip my foot in that world to yeah. see how people are doing what they're doing. Um, and I actually used to work at a financial firm. Um, and it was, you know, I think it was a good motivator to just get better at managing money because I'd be sitting at a desk looking at a computer and I'd see someone make like $10,000 in a day without having done anything. Wow. Same thing as losing $10,000, you know, in a day. Um, but realizing like the power of like investing your money, um, managing your money, like there's two parts of like growing your wealth. It's, you know, making money, but also managing your money. 
because you can make a bunch of money like you know a pro football player a pro baseball player make a ton of money but if you manage it poorly like you hear all the time they go from having millions to nothing yeah. because of poor management so it's like the there's two sides of it that are really important so you know it's better that you're making fifty thousand dollars a year you know saving 10 20 percent of your money and budgeting make sure you pay all your bills still yeah. do fun things rather than be making a million dollars a year and spending every single penny and then all of a sudden you're like wait why do i have no money why can't i pay my mortgage yeah. <laughs> yeah so i'd say yeah reading has helped me the most um i really like the book i will teach you to be rich by Romit sadie i've told judd about it um, really good book really actionable that's kind of a good starting point um budgeting your money um also looking to invest in your money which you can learn from books um and yeah awesome yeah dude i ditto to all that uh <laughs> yeah i mean i think uh even something rachel shared before um just about like just knowledge i think the biggest thing that, that like another reason why people are afraid of like budgeting or saving it's just because like oh they don't know a whole lot on like, how right. that works sure. or, like just um like the process it's very you know kind of foreign sometimes you know, people it's not like a common topic that we learn growing up in school like oh this is mm-hmm. you know, take a finance class in high school like it's not a very um like a, it's not like implemented in, in, in their education anyway that so that we learn from a young age and i think yeah. that um making yourself knowledgeable on it, reading a book like that book that nate shared i will teach you to be rich that totally shifted my perspective on money nate you know, you, did you buy it for me I don't know. I think I gave it. I think I gave you my copy. Yeah, I think you gave me a copy. You told me to get it myself <laughs> Dang, or something. What a friend! And uh, I started reading that, and that totally helped me um, manage my money better, take steps towards budgeting, and um, you know, getting automated accounts and all these, all these really, really great things that now, again, like Nate said, provide so much more like freedom. Yeah, and, that's and that's what it's all about. It's not about being super rich and wealthy. It's no. about being comfortable and being secure and being able to do things that you love with the people you love and also it's 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 about time too it's about having time because you know money is such an integral part of our lives it's such a huge part i mean we spend so much of our lives working to make money yeah so if you if you don't know how to manage it as well you're going to be working for a lot longer yeah um and and maybe struggling and not living as much of a, a comfortable life but um, but it also like we talked about it, it depends on how you're spending your money and how you're using your money. You need to figure out your life priorities yeah. and where you want to be putting your dollars. Yeah. You know, um, you know, do you want to be buying Gucci uh, slippers yeah. or, or do you want to go on a vacation with your family or take your spouse out to a fancy mm. dinner? You know, so and both are meaningful to some people. Exactly, yeah. and that's that's the thing. Where do you derive your meaning yeah. from? And that way, not one is you know for us maybe like at least for me I would say oh the vacation for sure but the you know for if you for those who are listening if you like man I really want those Gucci Gucci slippers or sandals and mm-hmm. then get it if that's what if it's gonna bring you that sense of value and you budget for it and you work towards it mm-hmm. um, yeah so yeah <clears throat> anything you want to share Rachel well I don't know when you were talk when Nate when you were talking it just sounded like that. I believe I've heard it before, and maybe it's not exactly like this, but it's like you want to work to live, not live to work. Mm. And it's like, well, yeah, we we do spend so much time working. Then, um, oh my gosh, I um, we did an Instagram poll, and 
we, you know, we got a bunch of responses and it was awesome. There was one of them that said, um, like when I spend money, I have to think about it as like, how many hours did I work to purchase that item? Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah. dang, that honestly, point. yeah, cause it's true. Like you are working for that money and that money me should mean or be worth as much as that time was that you had to work Definitely. to get that. And I was yeah. like, whoa, that actually, and that really puts it into practice where it's like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm working to live. This is what I'm doing. This is yeah. what my work is going towards. <laughs> my yeah. efforts are going towards. If it's this item, Those if that questions. brings you joy, yeah. then okay. Then mm-hmm. that's what that, but just knowing that that's where that's going. <laughs> Definitely. It yeah. almost helps. Yeah put a reason behind the budgeting or put the reason behind yeah. working mm-hmm. yeah because I, like, I feel like there's so much also um there's just so much stress around like finances and money like so many like i feel like if you were looking up like on a um like a, a poll or, or like the stats of it i would say that money has got to be like the top three stressors in, in people's life Definitely. you know and like, it affects relationships like you know, like a huge, a huge reason that like people split up, like husband, wife, you know, break up is because of financial strain. Yeah. So if you can educate, yeah. I mean, it, it seriously, it takes a week. Like it could take you a day if you want to read a, a basic finance book yeah. mm-hmm. and just get solid fundamentals so that, you know, it doesn't have to be this huge worry totally. in your life. You yeah. Know? yeah. Not because, you know, living to paycheck to paycheck, that's so stressful. It is. You know? Oh gosh, so, it is. Always checking your account. How much do I have left? How much do I left? Right. When you budget, you're like, like I said, like we've been talking about, just the freedom. Like there's no anxiety, there's no worry. I don't have to have my mind focused on my money. I can be more present. I can like, oh, I can afford this. I can go out tonight. I can enjoy this dinner. And then that's the only thought you'll have. And the rest of the night, you get to really just focus mm-hmm. right. on being yeah. present. You know? that, that's why it's like, you know, when we go out, let's say, you know, we get some beers or yeah. something, you know. I'm not worried about if I pay for Judd's beer because I know yeah. I have the money for it. Yeah. As opposed to, like, I know a lot of people... I think many of us just have like a mental budget. You know, you kind of know how much you have in your accounts, mm-hmm. but there's not there's not a whole lot of certainty. And so yeah. it's almost like you feel more guilty when you spend that money instead of knowing, oh, right, you know, I can spend this money. Like in the in the book, I Will Teach You Rich, he calls it guilt-free spending money. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, you know, you, you plan for the things you love, you know, that could be large dollar amounts, small dollar amounts, as long as you're still saving money. Mm-hmm. Um, but then knowing, hey, I can buy this, these five hundred dollar pair of pants, or I can pay for this a thousand dollar vacation, yeah. and I don't have to stress about it or worry about it because I planned mm-hmm. for this. And it's like a rewarding too to know like you're on top of it. Totally. Yeah. Well, awesome. Um, yeah, you're adulting. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> Seriously. Um, I I like this last question. Um, it's uh. How do you, or how, how do societal pressures uh, and values affect our perspective on money? I know we've talked a little bit on it, but I think this is a great question to ask. Um, so Nate, what, what would you say? Yeah, so it's a, a good question. I think a lot of people fall pressure to society's views on money. But, yeah. Uh, and I think a lot of people can become unhappy or unsatisfied with their life um, due to seeing, hey, they've got more money than me, they've got a nicer car, bigger house. Yeah happier family, I don't know, whatever. Comparison um, is the thief Yeah, yeah, comparison is the thief of joy, exactly. Um, so it re- I think a lot of this, <laughs> without trying to get too philosophical, like it, it really sure. ties into like knowing yourself. Yeah. And, and I think 
now with the advent of social media into our lives, it's very easy to just mindlessly go on Instagram and kind of subconsciously compare ourselves to others and become totally. less satisfied yeah. with our, our lives and say, you know, uh, right? Oh, yeah. why why am I not making more money? Uh, how come this person? works way less than me makes more, way more money like you know all these different things that's why i really liked that thing about it's better to be financially secure than financially prosperous yeah sure being financially prosperous you know, you know it's great you know being wealthy I, I guess nothing wrong with that but um yeah. it's better to just not have to worry about it just to be financially secure no debt you know um have some healthy savings and you know you can go on and live your life, you know, you, you shouldn't spend your life stressing about having a bunch of money or making a bunch of money, yeah. you know, because what's the point? You yeah. Know, you, you, you know, money is there, once again, like that quote, it's it's a tool, yeah. you know, so you can use it to, to do cool things and make positive change uh, in the world, which is which is really cool. Hmm. I like that a lot. Yeah, I think Nikki hit around the nail, just, um, yeah, through social media, like the music that we listen to, I mean, so much of it is... Like the pursuit of money, like like you gotta have a lot of money. Like that's your worth in life, your worth in society is how rich you are and totally. how much, uh, like what your net worth, your net worth is. I mean, everyone looks up like, oh, what what is this person's net worth? You know, like certain famous actors or right, or athletes. Yeah. And I find myself looking that stuff up. Um, because uh, I think we just grown up in a, in a culture that just has such an emphasis on like what you make determines your value mm-hmm. um, and then it's just so toxic um, and I think that yeah I, I mean I, there's a scripture in the Bible that um, says uh, simply that just that where your treasure is there your heart is also and if you're right. if you're if the treasure in your life is money like your heart's gonna be there and it's, just, it's just sad to see that if you're so wrapped up in money like like that's gonna be that's gonna um, uh, consume 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 your yeah. life in, in its entirety and that's just it's just sad it, it is you know, to have that as your focus, like that's all. You know, yeah. just that, that that gain of of money, and, and that never stops. Mm-hmm, definitely, and, and something to go off of this yeah. is like in the U.S. You know, obviously, money and working very hard is like a big societal pressure. Like yeah. I know, having grown up in a house where my parents have made very good money in their yeah. professions, now I'm kind of comparing myself. Like, oh, why am I not making six figures a year? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or that yeah, kind yeah. of thing. But I mean, obviously, we're still young. But yeah. an interesting. Uh, thing about this like pressure is like it's all like just made up like uh like a week ago a week or two ago i was filming a video with a girl from venezuela mm-hmm. talking about their whole economic situation yeah, yeah. and everything she is a doctor and she makes 24 us dollars a month that's insane the average annual salary in venezuela is 53 us dollars a year that's insane people make 53 us dollars a year now she told me that the average small family like three people needs about like 600 dollars a month to survive what? so she has to tutor english or spanish online to make more money in fact she makes more money tutoring spanish than she does as a doctor that's insane yet i speak with her so nice super happy yeah very grateful um you know just a great attitude yeah and then you know that same night i was talking to one of my buddies who had made like a ton of money like hundreds of thousands of dollars doing like this online stuff i I won't name him but doing a you know this online stuff making a bunch of money yeah sure and you know granted he's still a happy guy too but it's like wow this guy can be making hundreds of thousand dollars in a matter of like a few months and she's making like a few hundred dollars a year um, yeah you know so Crazy. to think happy. 
Yeah, so it's like, when it comes down to money, once again, it's a tool, but at the end of the day, you know, living a happy life, you don't need money, you don't need a lot of money to do that, you can definitely have a more comfortable life yeah. having more money, but it, a lot of times, like, it comes down to your attitude and your perspective. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of times we create fi- financial strain for ourselves by buying things that we don't really have the money for, like buying a house that's too yeah. expensive, buying a car that's too expensive, you know, getting an education is too expensive, having a lot of debt. Um, so it's all these different decisions that we make that a lot of times with regards to money can can drain us of our happiness. Wow. That's yeah. very, very good. Very good <laughs> stuff, Nate. Um, any final thoughts, Rachel? Um, yeah, I guess just one thing that I... Like, I've, I've struggled... Because, I mean, okay... I want to be a teacher, and in California, it's, one, it's a struggle to become a teacher, because I've seen my dad struggle, too, and I don't know, I guess it just, it, like, I I used to wonder a lot about, like, why, why do teachers make what they make? It, like, seems, like, so little for what they do. Sure. Um, And so I used to think, like, oh, well, you know, you're a more successful human if you become a doctor, if you become a lawyer, because it pays well. And so that determines your, again, like what you were saying, Jed, like your worth. But also, like, this idea of, like, that's how successful you are. And it's like, okay, but there could be, there are teachers who are literally changing kids' entire lives, the trajectory of their entire lives. So that dollar amount does not equate equate to how successful they are at their job. Like, they are killing it at their job. Like, my dad, my dad has touched, I don't know how many lives. Like, he has students who are now graduating college, and he's a special ed teacher. So he has students who come back and, like, have coffee with him and cry with him because they're like, I graduated college, Mr. Lickfelt, and I had a disability, and I, you know, and all these things, and it's like, okay... Wow. But like, if you're a doctor, you save your life. You save a life every day. So because you do that, you're more successful. Mm-hmm. And so because you make more money, you're more successful. Yeah. Or because you know what I mean. And so it's hard because I think one of the societal pressures is must make money to prove that I'm successful. Yeah. Um. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, I need to be successful. Like I need to check that box. Like I need to check all those boxes off my list in order to you know get to my final days and say look I did it all like I succeeded at life um and so yeah so I love that I think it's everything that you guys were sharing about like wanting to be secure and almost like that needs to be the end goal the end goal shouldn't be yeah how much money you make Mm -hmm. or being able to have the ability to recklessly spend but just I want to be able to be comfortable and even like even growing the little bit of growing up that we had to do during COVID, like we had to come face to face with a lot of realities. Um, I was just like, amen. I just want to be able to provide for my future family. Yeah. As long as I, because my grandma did it. She was an immigrant. She raised seven children and she was killing it. (laughs) And like, that's, that's all I want to do. I just want to be able to provide for my family and I'll be, I will be satisfied. I call that a successful life. <laughs> that's right, that's right. You, what, what is your definition of success? I guess that's yeah, the right? question. Yeah, right, exactly. That is, yeah. yeah. Do what you love, you know, let, let, you know, 
figuring out the money thing follow but mm. if you're doing what you feel like you're called to or what you know is your passion that's that's what matters most I mean right. I, I, we all I think we all have met people that are, are in a job that is making them great money but just hate mm-hmm. hate the job mm. you know I, we have a um, close friend in our family that uh, like works for a gas company and makes great money but I think just hates his job mm. and I'm like wow. dang like you're at your job for the majority of your life like you gotta love it you gotta love what you do yeah definitely you know that's gotta be the first goal so mm-hmm. also sorry I know, I know yeah, we're go going ahead. on no, here go but I was gonna say um, so you know the finance guy I used to work with he's like a multi multi-millionaire like Quite super so. super cool guy I love the guy so nice um, but you know we've had kind of these like philosophical discussions and to hear from his mouth money does not get you happiness wow. is like really powerful because it's that like you know, there's a guy yeah yeah because he's got millions yeah. of dollars um, wow and, and and even like in my personal experience like you know in the past like year six months like I've started making a lot more money because of you know all this business stuff I'm doing YouTube yeah and, that's, that's right <laughs> and, but it's interesting because I've been thinking about like my happiness and like my life satisfaction like yeah. it really doesn't feel like it's changed a whole lot yeah. like not to say I'm making millions of dollars or anything but um a lot more than I used to yeah be, like working at the frozen yogurt store come you know? on 21 <laughs> that's Let's right go. so yeah so, I don't know I mean I think like it's so cheesy but you know, like like you're talking, money's a tool, and gratitude is is ultimately kind of you know what's gonna give you a more you yeah. know satisfying life and having good relationships in your life and, totally. and money is just a uh, a once again a tool and and something yeah. to just manage well so you can spend your time doing things like hanging out with your friends, recording yeah. a podcast episode, or yeah. having dinner with your family instead of being at work or whatnot. Mm. I like that. I like that a lot. I think it's a great, great place to close this episode. Um, so definitely encourage our, uh, want to encourage those who are listening, um, and just great reminders for our, us three as well, just to, uh, um, continue to learn more about money. Don't let it be, um, kind of tucked away, but bring it to the light, you know, choose to, uh, you know, give yourself more knowledge on that and, uh, just take steps, um, take one step towards, managing your money better and uh it's crazy how it does affect uh you as, as a person when you're out with people uh, your your happiness um not because you're focusing on money but that you have a lot less stress mm-hmm. you have more freedom um so rachel you want to close this out yeah yeah i want to um i was even thinking how our closing quote kind of goes along well with what we were just talking about yeah. just like Make life what you make it. Yeah. Make success what you want it to be. What defines yeah. success in your life. Um, and find the meaning um, to what your life is. So with that, we will leave you with... Well, yeah. Just you know what it is. And as always, take time to relish in life's ambiguity this week. Awesome. Thank so, you. Thank you for joining us, Nate. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's fun. Awesome. Hopefully again. Bye. Thank you.